off. Is that it? Are we live? That was awesome. <laughs> that was really I was just there. How professional that? that intro was. That was amazing. Episode. Um, that how do you blow it? Hello, everybody, and welcome to Game of Nodes. This is a weekly podcast by Cosmos Validators about the Cosmos. Um, opinions are fully our own, good and bad. And uh, who have we got here? Uh, well, so I'm the Frey. Some people will know me as um, the founder of Decentralized Name Service on Juno. And I'm joined by, <clears throat> sorry, I have a bit of a, a bad throat because as some people will also know, I've had COVID this last week. Um, but I'm joined by four of, in my opinion, the finest validators in the cosmos. Uh, Jabby, Nullmames, Usurper, Rhino, and Schultze, also known as being behind Lavender5. Uh, fellas, would you like to introduce yourselves? I'll go in the order you are on my screen. Jabby? Hey, I'm Joe. Um, I run a bunch of validators. And uh, <laughs> you may have noticed my tweets on certain Cosmos topics. Um, <laughs> any particular topics any, that you've been like, um, particularly vocal on, Jabby? Or I think Robert Robert in... No, maybe Robert it was... 14 uh, or 15? What was it? What was it? What was it? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Could be any topic. <laughs> no idea. Maybe NFTs we'll, come, maybe we'll come back around to that one, huh? Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, Null? Uh, so I am Null Mames, and for the purpose of this show, I've shortened it to Null to just make it easier. And... Um, we are the uh, representative here for King Nodes and uh, quite active around the whole of the uh, Cosmos ecosystem that we're involved with, not everything. And um, just here to have a good old chat to some of our other great validators and see, uh, see what we can come up with for a show. Cool. Okay, awesome. Uh, usurper. Everybody, my name is i guess the usurper for this i'm one half of the rhino team um some of these guys have been involved in cosmos for a few years and and uh want to share some experiences and just thoughts on you know being a validator in this in this ecosystem what that means interaction with the community i think is really important governance is a big topic and and just discussion around that um and you know drink some bourbon like those types of things that's kind of what's going on here it's a pretty sound idea about um and finally uh Schultz down the corner the most handsome man on the stream oh thank you uh yeah so i'm Schultze from, from lavender five nodes uh i guess my focus is making the cosmos a more holistically wholesome place <laughs> he's handsome and he's holy jeez what is that <laughs> like a... <laughs> you like uh, you feel like an asshole now yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're all just here like we're validators we're here yeah, to do business, yeah. we're here to do business. Yeah, exactly we're here right do well wow and Schultz just like just want to make just want to make a difference just wanna... just... <laughs> the world is going to be a better place now that's yeah. right every, every child you reach you know that's the real god maybe maybe the real maybe the real cosmos was the friends who made it now i need to stop making that joke um okay should we should we jump into our first question yeah man let's go sure yeah theme. Okay, so uh, we're going to probably make this a regular thing. We've got dumbest thing we've seen in crypto this week. Anybody want to go first? I can't think of anything, really. Really? <laughs> uh, I don't want to go first. No. Any topics here? I don't really know. I, I mean, I'll I'll go I'll go first, which is that I managed to <clears throat> bring down our Kerberos validator. Um, because I put, did a symlink wrong when initializing the node because I was uh, full of COVID when I did it and somehow it eluded me. So that was fun. Load of page duty, um, which I was like, that doesn't seem like a thing that would ever happen on a one terabyte disk that it would fill up. I don't up think after. you are the first person to mess up a symlink. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe guilty of that myself. Is that spoken from experience? Yeah. For yeah. in the in the long list of dumbest things in cryptos this week, that is not even in the top ten hundred like ten thousand. No, <laughs> um, I mean, so uh, to 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 maybe take it to something that's a bit harmlessly because uh, there have been there have been some things that have been controversial in the last week. Um, 
something maybe less controversial and more harmless is obviously Stargaze have their Genesis Mint. Um, anybody here get a get involved in that NFT business that the kids have been talking so much about? Oh man, yeah, oh, man. I've, got an, I've got an enormous bag of NFTs. <laughs> How many are we talking? What's what's what uh, we talking here? That's probably an exaggeration. I think I probably ended up mincing. I don't know, 10 to 15, I guess, because I don't know why. I just. Is he frozen or is he just yeah. doesn't know why? That's, that's, I was about to ask whether, whether he had minted them all from one account or from multiple accounts to get around the, the cap on, on Stargaze punks, but. That also might be a controversial topic. It's a good question. <laughs> For right. the moment. Anybody else? Anybody else been minting NFTs? You know, I didn't mint on Stargaze, but I minted on Secret. Um, the Chameleonville mint finally happened. And they had, I don't know, like 10, one out of one unique uh, chameleons. And I happened to get the uh, the chameleon Squidward as my first mint. Because I was like, ah, well, I guess I, I came out on top here. It so it's like a mix between like Rango, Ringo that one uh, movie, animated film, and Squidward from SpongeBob. And so I'm like, huh, I came out on top, I won, done, mint's over. Nice. I managed nice. to land one of the uh, Juno t-shirt Stargaze punks completely by accident. I didn't even notice awesome. at the time. And I went back and was like, oh, I've got one, sweet. Um, although doesn't, you know, obviously bear any resemblance to me, but that's fine. It's got a, it's got a t apart from the t-shirt, it's got a t-shirt. Mm -hmm. uh, and Noel's just sent a message saying, exploded. I've exploded. <laughs> it's amazing. Whatever, whatever that means. Um, I, was so, able yeah. a, I was able to get a Juno not before those went. There was only 500, and they seemed to go like within 30 seconds. So that was actually pretty lucky. And then I grabbed a bunch of bad kids. I just, I don't know. And sometimes NFTs can somewhat look very similar, and I get like the rarity aspect of things and everything else, but it just, that kids was such a unique kind of approach to that that I kind of, I don't know, just kind of drawn to it a little bit. There he is. So I picked up a bunch of those and then ended up picking up a Genesis rat and a Stargaze trooper, and then I ran out of liquid stars, and then I realized how much, and I did the math on how much stars <laughs> I put towards that after the fact when I ran out. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think I, I think I minted 12 or 14 or something. It was actually... It was a little click-a-thon, actually. Yeah. I, well, I minted a couple of glitch candies, which are obviously not true. They're awesome. I mean, they're yep. awesome. But um, again, afterward, I kind of did the math, and I was like, like oh, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Um, I'm looking forward to explaining that to my accountant when I have to put that on a spreadsheet. Uh, I, I have also had, in Australia, with a business for tax at the end of the financial year, you have to take account of everything that you've got and then pay tax on the appreciation and probably oh, like cars I, and I don't, and... yeah i don't i don't know how i'm going to value these nfts i'm just i don't know what do you just go on like the value you bought them for or... i mean you just i, I don't know what, how to how to i mean this is this is a this is a dumb question i'm, I'm not really an nft guy like but how to uh, marketplaces work do they give you like a rough valuation or is it all sealed bids or i think like so i guess as a valuation i guess you just go off your rarity and like the last sale price at one sort of around that rarity i guess it feels like kind of a dubious way to have to pay taxes it's like i i've seen something similar to this thing that i have therefore i would definitely like to pay more tax please right I mean, isn't that how it normally works? Is that me having connectivity stuff, issues, or is that uh, the fray? You. Uh, but you can hear me. Yeah, like, we can all hear you. Yeah. yeah. I can't see you hear us. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's almost like you're in an island in the middle of something. I think, I think this might be psychological rather than technical. <laughs> um, it's, just, it's just what happens when you're in Australia. Um, but yeah, OK, so. Um, <clears throat> Uh, so obviously, yeah, on from on from NFTs. Um, I think. <clears throat> well, just before you get off that freight, I, I I thought that that experience was awesome. I thought Stargaze and that team, like the responsiveness of it, the availability, like no issues. Like it was just it was a really nice mint. Same thing with what happened with with Omniflex as well. I think it's 
to both those teams. That was it was really nice to be able to have like no issues and people just you know suck just just buying those things like crazy, right? Um, yeah, man. So we had did, a little did bit. Did you of, have some involvement in the infrastructure side of that, or did I imagine I, that? I'm helping with the RPC and the API side. So they they set up a like 90% of it, and I added some nodes and kind of helped with some of the um, just a little bit, not even the balancing, just just a little bit, a little tweaking here and there. But um, I think I think just on the dashboard I have here, like in the last since Mint, which was the first Mint was Friday, it's been like 50 million, 55 million RPC API calls. Um, wow, which is impressive. which is like yeah. impressive and, and it, i think on that friday night when it went it was 2300 a second and then the saturday night one which was the second one which is which i kind of missed out on that was the one with like the the um the audio components and those types of things um because i didn't have any stars left over because you know i spent mm -hmm. it all on friday night <laughs> uh that one that one was like a little bit over three thousand are like api calls a second um wow. so but again, I, no complaints. I you know, I heard every everybody had really good feedback on it. And I thought it was I thought it was great. So it was happy to be involved in that. It was really cool. So really, just really a question: was, was those those API calls? Was that just for your uh, infrastructure, or was that as a whole to the? That's, um, no, that's just, that's as a whole. So that that uh, comes into not to nerd out, but but that's the point of this, right? So it comes into Cloudflare, and then it does like a, a a global distribution based off of Geo, and then it has. We, right now we have three, but it eventually be four separate um, like geolocated structures where there's nodes. Um, so for Mint, we had 18 nodes sitting behind that uh, that was load balancing across the globe um, and, and to, I understand uh, to take those, those calls. There's, there's actually, uh, so that was, so you had 18 and then um, Stargaze, they also had like quite a few Oh, I only had I only had a few. They had they had I think fifteen or fourteen going. I added, okay, I added and a few, added, and, then, yeah. and then yeah, I added some some really high powered boxes to it and and everything else. So we're 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 kind of trans. We're moving some stuff. Doesn't matter, but we're moving some stuff from more VPS to more bare metal and and trying to bring the cost down because like eighteen nodes, as you guys know, in cloud systems is not cheap. So no, I'm trying to trying to get that down. And then the next piece is trying to get the community involved and bring other validators into. Distribute that a little bit and find ways to not make it where it's just all foundation run type stuff. So that I think that's pretty cool. That's that's actually deeply impressing impressive that you did it in eighteen nodes. Um, on Secret, yep. they've used you know like twelve at a time, and Secret has started to slow down. So the fact that Stargaze was able to be as performant as it was with eighteen is astounding. Very yeah. impressive. Yeah, uh, I, I know uh, Jorge has been working on that. Absolutely. Preparation for yeah. this for a long time. So it's awesome. I, I, like, I suspect that potentially my RPC is behind that load balancer as well, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, uh, I don't know actually. I have IPs, but I don't know. I don't know if your name's on there or not. I have no idea. But no, but yeah, they, they I, have I, domain. I'm not sure if I checked if, if it had any traffic or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it, the real funny thing. I mean, Stargaze, it's just growing in popularity, right? So before that meant it was two three hits a second and then it went to the three thousand right so you don't really know where it's going to go and so you're just kind of throwing stuff at it see well we want to make sure it's successful right and then now it's kind of balancing out to like 75 to 80. so we're by 25 times the traffic post mint versus pre-mint which is really interesting since you know as people checking i guess and maybe kind of seeing what they have and pulling IPFS stuff, stuff and everything else well yeah. it's all the uh it's the edge <laughs> right so now you can um claim the rest of your airdrop so there'll be a lot of people coming in and with a bit yep. of lag doing that as well i suppose yeah on the 20th i think is the second um pickup on yeah 320 for the for the mint and then and then when the marketplace opens you know for buying and selling that'll that'll also so we're trying to get some stuff ready for that but 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 again not all this I, but I, I thought that like it was such a nice it was a nice launch right and i think that team's done a great job across the board um, well, this is this is the point of the show, man, to talk about this type of stuff. So, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Um, so there's also, of course, um, Omniflix, and uh, yep. did they did they open their marketplace yet? I don't believe so. I don't think they've really progressed at all right now. Have they? Like, yeah, we're so still... I didn't think they've done the mint the the um the Genesis mints yet. Uh, but I did see they they had an update. Uh, this, I think it was this morning or overnight I, I didn't get to fully read it but um i mean that that network's underway as well and we're all sort of sitting there ready for it to to get underway as well yeah mm -hmm. they're pretty similar it, and same type of approach right like validators on get the network stable 
no massive re you know auto compounding whatever right just, well, just yeah, stability think... and all that kind of stuff and then kind of take a stepwise approach i think i both you know shane and team and cicel have done very similar i, I think they're going with a very stuff. similar very similar strategy yeah, yeah. And to be honest like i think that the strategy that um stargaze used for their launch was near perfect yeah with uh, avoiding that big compounding at the start is, yeah. uh i think key and also keeping basically zero liquid tokens before you do your lbp is also yeah. fantastic mm -hmm. like they just managed it so well um just, and then yeah. all of the airdrops have been flawless on stargaze and i hope it's the same with uh omniflex as well can't I'm wait sure it will be i mean they're very they're very similar approaches right like that team yeah, clearly absolutely. knows how to build infrastructure too like what they've done with with um with claim sites and stake sites and everything else like like it's it's those are great projects so it's exciting I mean, so, it's also really interesting from like a technical perspective that they're, <clears throat> I guess, both betting on the um, launch early, launch with Cosmwasm, build your product in Cosmwasm or in smart contracts on top of that core platform um, and move forward from there rather than necessarily sort of working within the framework of the SDK as much as, you know, I think previous projects have done, yeah. um, which is definitely a new paradigm. I mean, I mean we benefited from it with the name service stuff. Like, I don't want to slag off any other projects um, exactly, other than to say, like, the speed of development to get something to market on Juno compared to chains that focus on doing one thing using native SDK uh, modules is really quite noticeable, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, thinking of like things that I've seen that are coming along on Juno versus maybe what's happening on Desmos versus maybe what's happening on like Starname or something like that. And it feels like the speed of development just in Juno uh, on its own is like really, really quick. Um, but I think part I think, of the Cosmos thing, right? But they're, they're sort of like that was the intention of the Cosmos SDK, right? Though, so every chain has a purpose. And then Juno's purpose is rapid development and smart contracts. So it's permissionless and you can do whatever the hell you want there like on ethereum but the other the other networks they might have sort of slower cadence but they're sort of working working on something specific if that makes yeah. any sense yeah yeah sure, but, 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 but what i mean is that if you know if uh if desmos was launching today if or like starting to work on their project or if uh star name was starting to work on their project now would they build it with the SDK or would they do it with Cosmosm? I wouldn't be too surprised if more you're going to see more projects um, building with Cosmosm and doing a stage launch like we've seen for Omniflix and and Stargaze, because that yeah. seems like a, a pretty de-risked way of um, building a building a chain, building a community, as long as people believe in the product and your roadmap and like where you say you're going and you're transparent like those teams have been, um, seems like a pretty solid way of actually bootstrapping something of, of utility, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Just, agree. Just, just, uh, just my thought on that, I guess. But yeah, yeah no, um, so uh, the other thing this week, I think a lot of us have been participating in is the Cerberus Kerberus. Cerberus. Yeah, how do you say what? that? Ker okay. I think Latin. technically, Latin. if we're talking Greek, then it'd be Kerberus, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Latin yeah. is hard K, isn't it? Uh, I hard think so. C, yeah. is, C is hard K because Caesar, Kaiser, Kaiser, King, Tsar. You know, you see it in sure, Kerberus. Well, sure, well, let's sure, go with Kerberus. Sure. sure. <laughs> well, let's go with Greek, right? What's that? Kerberos is Greek, right? I think it might be grandfathered in, but um, I thought it was the Roman guardian of the underworld, three-headed dog. No? I thought it was the Greek guardian of the underworld. I could be wrong. <laughs> if only we were all connected to the internet. If, if only. Yeah, if some kind of is there like a centralized source of some sort? Hey, you know, as a matter based. of fact, in Greek mythology, Kerberos is often referred to as the Hound of Hades a multi-headed dog that guards the gates of the underworld to prevent the dead from leaving. Okay, so what, what is the Greek, what is the accepted ancient Greek pronunciation for a C? 
Just a little. Hit the it speaker says thing. it's got it's got a K. When when it's got mm. the enunciation, it does have Kerberos. <laughs> I don't okay. know who's in. I don't know. I don't know what that Nick. I don't know what Nick's point is. <laughs> I think he's been more specific. That, I don't know if that's. I mean, No Names has a refrigerator of beer literally in the room that he's in, so I assume that's what he's talking about because that would be. There's, there's beer in there. I yeah. of course there's beer in there. Like. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, there might only that. be beer in there. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's there's what he's some, talking about. There's definitely some people. I mean, like, I mean, Jabby, to be fair, doesn't have a pupper in, in shot anymore. But that obviously is a strong incentive that is. For, uh, for people to check that out. That discovery towel is nice, though. I don't want to take it away for him. It's it's not a towel. It's a, it's a cycling jersey. It's, oh, never mind then. I thought it was a towel. It's a, it's a Lance Armstrong, <laughs> Armstrong vintage era um, scandal scandal jersey nice so it's a performance enhancing jersey it's a performance enhancing jersey i actually have both uh, of the armstrong scandal jerseys we've got uh yeah just uh, also american obviously you know it's wow. a discovery and uh u.s postal service here. oh look at that look at that wow um, so voted by cycling weekly as the most tasteless jersey you can wear uh, the biggest faux pas on a group ride I would have bought it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's, it's actually a really great jersey as well. Uh, fits really well. Very nice. Yeah. Um, and and also shows that you know you're a big fan of winners, regardless of whether or not whatever you have to do to win. Maybe it was okay. <laughs> it's fine. I think we've seen a bit of that lately. I think so. Yeah. So do, do the Royal Mail trucks like try to do they do they cut you off and everything when you're rolling that? That when you're wearing that USPS jersey no. over there, or no? <clears throat> no. Although there's a, there was obviously plenty of performance enhancing drugs in the in the British cycling, wasn't there? Oh, Papa! Sorry, I saw him. Very That's Winston, right? Yeah, there you go, Winston. He wants out. Like, get me out of here. It's like he's like I'm I'm I'm, I'm oh, already yeah, yeah. validated. Show done. But so yeah. like if, if maybe just to get back on topic well how many so my question is how many meme chains can cosmos sustain like realistically exactly got, three we're gonna exactly find out three. <laughs> no no, 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 no. no less. it's anything plus seahorse until seahorse happens we don't have enough meme <laughs> is it just what? meme chains or do we are we also including like cw20 juno no i don't, I don't drops think they in can. there i mean natives that, that doesn't count natives. yeah no, CW20s don't count. Yeah, I mean, I just look to Binance Smart Chain and you will find your number. There are so many baby Doge, Shiba, Inu. It's just. But look, I, I'm, uh, so at least there's a little bit of effort required for a a a, um, a native. But like you know, anyone watching this, I guess as a warning, just with all the CW20s that are going to be coming out um, and all the shitcoin frenzy. Please be careful with your your um, rugs. There's going to be a lot of rugs. It's just go look at BSC. This will yeah. be the same. Permissionless. Uh, you know, anyone can launch a coin. Anyone can add a little bit of liquidity. Yep. Pump it on on Twitter and then just rug you. So, well, as you said, uh, for anyone watching, is is it? Yeah, we've got, we've got we've got a few people watching. Yeah, whatever. All right. So to clarify, wasn't the first rug like two days ago for Juno? Yeah. I believe so. Which one was like that? The, the check token or something like that? Not check oh, that, like the company, uh, but they right. right. Primo, no. that's right. They rebranded re to Primo. Right. right. They rebranded after the rug? Or... Oh uh, no, they rebranded before. <laughs> so it, it was check. It used these checked already uh, their ticker, and then they rebranded re to Primo. Right. It's, I mean, that entire situation, I don't know if you like how closely you followed it but it 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 was pretty sus from beginning to end i mean i know like obviously you know it's bad for the people that got rugged and stuff but like it it did seem really sus like even on the the usual scale of like obvious kind of shit coin but like the question is like what you know it's that it's that thing of we're still so early on this that people are going to have to get more sophisticated than that which was like baby's first rug pull um <laughs> 
<laughs> That's awesome. Are you, are you, are you suggesting that people are going to have to get more sophisticated on their rug pulls? Is that what <laughs> 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 so Hypothetically, if I was going to execute a rug pull, I think it just got a bit more difficult, right? Because the first one was like the lowest possible effort rug pull that you could pull in this ecosystem. And now, now, now people will be slightly smart. Okay, maybe people will be slight. Maybe people will be slightly smart. If I, I were going to fraudulently steal I, people's money, yeah, exactly. If, if I were going to steal your money, I would do it better than just stealing it. Is that what you're well, saying? Wasn't it like I, a hilariously small amount too, like like ten thousand dollars worth? Like if you're gonna rug, at least go deep, right? <laughs> if you get a rug, at least Pulled rug it. for a million dollars or That's more. Right. Pull the, pull the cord too early. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. Yeah, so, let it go. So, I mean, the, the rug really tied the Juno together. So. <laughs> really, really tied it. <laughs> well, you did you did sort of analyze it as my first rug pull, so maybe they've got you know it's it's think, like a test round. Yeah, I said yeah. baby's first rug pull. I didn't say yeah, my, sorry, baby. sorry. Was, <laughs> Yeah. Right, there wasn't, it, wasn't, first, right? it wasn't a small amount. Well, according according to our viewers in the chat, it was twelve hundred Juno. Which okay. is viewers, like, our viewer in the chat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, judging by the comments, it's a couple of viewers at least. All right, Cal, you're um, doing great, man. Keep it going. Impressive. So, um, which which all of you, if you had read if you had read the documentation from the streaming service that we're using that I sent you all over this afternoon, if you read the manual. You would know that you can deploy the comment thing yourself and have a look at the comments. It's awesome. All I saw was just a link. Oh, geez, there are comments. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Okay. I love it. If anybody's wondering what, what validators look like when we're talking to each other behind the scenes, it's just this. It's basically this. Do you, do you know, somebody it, know if you can do X thing for To be honest, it is probably yeah, like a good thing to have those comments there so that we, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. It's, it makes sense now. Awesome. But Thanks I do think back to that point. I, this this year we're gonna. How many chains are gonna launch? How many CW20s are gonna launch? How many promised airdrops? Like every every one obviously is gonna dilute. And here we're in the middle of March. By the end of this year, is, is any of this gonna make any difference, right? And how how are those things really gonna se like separate themselves to have value or not have value or whatever? It's gotta come back to utility at some point, right? Or so, yeah, back to Binance. So does it never need to come back to utility? But so a, a native can they can do other things like they basically at the moment all you can do at the moment on a CW20 is have a CW20 and then sure. potentially rub someone. But on a uh, you know with a native you have like say take for example um, Chihuahua. I mean they they're actually doing some development. They're, they are. I believe the intention is to have Wasm and. I guess NFTs and, and other stuff. So, I mean, whilst other other chains do that, I mean, there may be some benefit in having that on a meme chain as well. You can't do that with a CW twenty. You just stuck with your coin and and um, you know, there's no. So also with staking and staking rewards, I, I don't think you can really do that at the moment with a CW twenty. You can do right. some stuff with derived tokens and staking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. But it's it it. it, it in the sense of like, do, do you get it for free? Is it just built into the protocol? No, and it's and somewhat more complicated. But then the flip side of that is you can more easily, I guess, define your own behavior for that. Um, but then you can also do that like in a, a much more sophisticated way. I mean, so this is like the interesting thing that's gonna happen with, um, I mean, I don't know when they're ever actually gonna sell it to a bank or whatever, um, but like the whole T-grade thing, I think is interesting. Yeah that reason because they're basically rebuilding all of the uh native staking functionality all of the native governance functionality um as smart contracts which are <clears throat> you know upgradable for starters but also have like very interesting custom behavior and properties that you wouldn't necessarily be able to pull off in the same way with the sdk or would be very difficult to develop um so I guess potentially um, also there's probably there could be like a, a factor of safety with the shit coin as a native as well um, because you know there's resources and reputations on the line so if you take for example um, well you say you can't just rug a you can't just rug a shit chain because there's got to be a validator set yeah it's like a bit you know it's a bit more difficult like you put time and effort and, and yeah. 
you're levering the trust, leveraging the trust of validators. Okay. So, right. yeah, so I mean, all of because all of us I know we did a lot of due diligence before validating. <laughs> a lot of due diligence yeah. before we faked <laughs> into because right. they sent us over a big prospectus and that's right. all of their ten year goals. That's right. You know, where they're going to yep. take the project yep. and. And we, sorry, I, I I shouldn't uh, I shouldn't say shit coin either. It's it's not nice to the um, developers. I should say meme coin because that's what they are. They're meme coins. There's a difference. You're still off, Jabby. If you're trying to say something, yeah, you're mute. <laughs> just, just nodding. So, <laughs> shit chain is the new term. Shit chain. Uh, and oh yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I thought you were just talking it over me because you're Australian. <laughs> <laughs> we we say that with affection. Sorry. Like when we say also shit chain, we don't. We mean no offense. It's yeah. affectionate I mean, shit chain. It, it's a, it's, it's actually normal for a man your age. An Australian expression. <laughs> It's an Australian expression. It's meant as a term of endearment. Yeah, um, exactly. It's just it's a very different culture. It's, a, it's right. culturally a very different place. You know, some ways, five, ten years behind the rest of the world. Saying saying someone is the proprietor of a shit chain is probably highly respectable over here. So. Yeah. yeah. He called me a C word over the phone a while ago, and I took it to heart. I thought that was a really nice compliment. I appreciate it. Was it was actually, yeah, it was just a welcome. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I mean, you're a contributor. I mean, sorry, said the uh, C word. So sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a community sorry. contributor. <laughs> exactly. You're a real country music fan. <laughs> uh, did you know that uh, the you know because in the UK we have Cockney rhyming slang, right? Um, the Cockney rhyming slang for that is Berkshire Hunt. Oh, you don't say. You don't say. There you go. Can you uh, translate anything just on the fly? <laughs> pretty much. So, but there's a <laughs> the fun corollary of this is that the short form of that is Burke, which is the kind of thing that your aunt or your grandma might call you. But most people don't actually know that Burke is short for Berkshire Hunt. And so they're then, you know, shock your elderly relative with this one easy trick is wait until somebody says it at Christmas and then inform them what they've just called their niece. Um, it doesn't go down well. Anyway, uh, that's that's the Cockney rhyming slang corner. Um, I can do I can, uh, I, can, I can do some uh, Napoleonic sea shanty names. There's there's I have so many useless facts I can't even tell. You, you know, I'm I'm not sure if I have a stout or a porter here. Could you tell me more about <laughs> the entire history of brewing, taxation, and delicious beers? Yeah. I'm a big fan of stouts and porters, as you know. Um, and uh, and yeah, they're very 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 useful if you're moving house as well. Um, so we do actually have an agenda. Do we? <laughs> do we? Yeah. Of um, But I mean, like, I don't know. If you wanted to give us a lesson on on anything, that that's fine too. But uh, so I I did want to talk about eco steak though. If anyone else wants to talk about it, why? Sure. Well, Restake. <laughs> just because they're awesome. Sorry. Re yeah. You know, Jump incredible Eco tool that. Eco stakes, restake. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, uh, I meant restake, not. Restake by. As much, as, I, as, much as I like Tom. I feel like we jumped five topics in there, did we not? Well, actually, we already talked about. Did, did you want to hear? Did you want to rego of the Porter thing? Because I mean, we could do that. <laughs> yeah, let's restake Porter and Stout. So in the one square mile of London. <laughs> Jabby knows. See, everybody knows this story. It's very, very cool. Everybody knows about the history of brewing. Um, yeah. So we all have this common problem of we want our delegators to restake with us. And we've all solved it with various scripts or, or things. And then... Tom from EcoSteak after arm surgery or something is just like, you know what? I'm going to solve it for every chain forever. <laughs> and I'm going to release it. And there's going to be no direct payment to me. Uh, so here you go. Like, that's how Restake was basically presented to, to all of us. And it, just it was the admirable crazy. thing to do. Let's well, give yeah, it right. to everybody so that no one has the clear advantage. Uh, I mean that is great. a very friendly thing to do. It was great. I think, yeah, yeah. I mean they they 
EcoStake definitely deserve a lot of credit for um, developing that yeah. very quickly and with absolutely no self-interest baked into it. I mean, in fairness, even without the, uh, the the potential surgery, giving them time to do it, um, uh, Tom doxed where in the UK he lives, and I can tell you, I'm I'm just gonna just like relentlessly sledge the place he lives because that's a very British thing to do. But there's <laughs> fucking nothing to do in that town. I'm sorry. So, you know, <laughs> even even if he was fully well, um, the last the I once went there. Right, I once went there. And all that happened was I had my wallet nicked and my girlfriend left me. That is that town fucking sucks. At the same time, was it your girlfriend that same, that, took same your night? Did she, did same she night. nick it or did the guy who nicked your wallet take your girlfriend? So your girlfriend was restaked. <laughs> I mean, we can work out. Uh, there's a lot of different things that could have happened that night. It was very much, you know, like uh, that scene in The Simpsons where Marge asked Homer where he was the night before. Yeah. And he just like has this like this thing where he's like in a club with a, like the cocktails and he's and he's just telling them a, dr a droll joke about the gold standard and then just has seen missing and it's like him in a gutter. <laughs> it was like it was very much like that kind of a thing where I was like, ah, yes, the train station, very good, yes, okay, shall we go and have one swift ale at this public house, um, and then like just and uh, it's the day after. It's like, where's my wallet? Where's all my stuff? There was that guy that was standing really close to me at the bar. And you're like, oh, yeah, probably because he was taking my wallet. Um, but <laughs> Never mind. Tom's a legend, and it's unfortunate that I don't like the place he's from. <laughs> to, su to sum up. To sum up. He's sum a great guy, however. <laughs> so and I don't think Tom took my wallet to answer Nell's question. One thing I'm curious about is, does anybody know if uh, AuthZ supports Ledger, or is it that Restick doesn't support Ledger? Isn't it that AuthZ doesn't support Ledger because there's an upstream Cosmos thing? I think I saw a Simon Water blog post about that. Yeah, I think I think that's how I understood it as well. Got um, it. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was an AuthZ issue, like a core Tenderman issue that didn't support that for some reason. But yeah. That's kind of what I figured, um, but... That makes it unfortunate then. Because then all of us yeah. use a ledger don't get to jack in. Which I assume will be solved. Like, you know, I think it's just a matter of, of maturity and those types of things. But, but, and also I think the other thing, just to call out this out, is, is I think Tom did a great job here. Not only, you know, in terms of releasing this for both delegators as well as validators and, you know, across multiple chains that support AuthC, but also to do so in a way that it holds the integrity of the validator delegate right so like he made tough decisions to say hey you can only stake three validators because we want to control costs because validators pay the fees for that restake not the the delegator does not know if people know that or not but validator basically builds a wallet that has enough coin to be able to cover the, the fee structure for the for that automatic transaction because basically as a validator we're running that transaction in your behalf and saying hey take the fees out of our wallet to be able to do that and so to make that less miserable costly whatever. Um, so he limits it to three, right? Um, the easy way out would be to run one transaction, which allows you to pull the, dele the delegation from all validators and just stake it to yourself. And we did know of somebody else in the ecosystem that did that. And, we, you know, a little investigation of what was going on there and wasn't really clear around how that was working. And I don't think the delegate really knew that. I don't know if that was really communicated well. And Tom stayed away from that. Like he he built a restriction on the product side to limit it to three validators that would be more of an Im impact on the on the delegator um, to be able to hold the sanctity of how that person chose to deliver and how to you know distribute delegations to the, to the validator set which i thought was just awesome like it's just the right thing to do and like it was just a, such an upstanding cosmos Schultzy type of thing. <laughs> What'd you say at the beginning of this podcast? That that was exactly in whatever beautiful thing you said at the beginning of this thing is exact. That was exactly in line with what you said, right? Um, uh, which is awesome. Holistically wholesome, I think, is is the word I used. I mean, how else um, can you describe this product than holistically wholesome? It it really is. Um, and you know, I'll be on Twitter and someone message me and say, "Hey, I'm having this issue," and then half the time, Tom will already 
be on my Twitter <laughs> thread helping someone it. before right, I even right. get to him. I'm like, right. really? How did you just <laughs> pop in there? <laughs> hey, you know what really helped me was Tom at EcoStake. Fill up his Google form. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> This is, when we, this is when we find out that Tom's launching an EcoState coin, and it's just a long rug. Huge rug pull. Massive. Rugs, and he rugs I, I want to be in that Genesis set. Cool. For literally like tens that. of thousands of dollars, right? Like, <laughs> it's going to wait till it gets to eight grand and then rug pull it. So, to, I don't know if you guys know, but Tom's also involved with like a bunch of uh, Akash stuff. Like, he, he contributes a lot to Akash as well with um, Cosmos Omnibus. Mm. Uh, which is where you can deploy nodes um, from uh, his repo onto a cache. It's a really good uh, repository as well. And uh, he was also building a, um, I'm not sure where this ended up. I haven't checked back with him, but he was building a website to actually deploy um, uh, sort of uh, nodes, uh, not nodes, um, just to do deployments onto a cache. Um, through a website instead of having to do it through the CLI because it can be quite uh, cumbersome to, to new um, users. But um, so how, how do you guys, uh, how, like how is it going with your nodes with the, um, with Restake? Have, are you, you know, is it is it going well? How's the bots going? Are you burning through lots of gas? I know that um, for me, for example, it's uh, probably more expensive um, to do this endeavor with Juno, it burns a little bit of money with those fees, but not so much on Stargaze. But they're the only two that I use. I haven't had any trouble with the bot. Um, I did initially, but after uh, you know sorting out how it runs and and the uh, frequency at which it runs, I I haven't had too much issue with that afterwards. Um, and I haven't been getting any complaints about it not running. Um, and the logs seem to be fine. So does anyone else have any? Um, experience like want to share any of their experience with it or i i hit my my first book yesterday and ghost had to swoop in this morning and help me last night he and i both updated our uh our bot and i guess it killed the docker container uh so i woke up and ghost was like hey i guess it turns out you uh you updated last night as well and you have to like clean the orphans and do a rebuild whatever but um so it didn't run at all last night when i was when i was saying i would run every 15 minutes for for kerberos so that was a bummer. <laughs> yeah, so is that the optimum time now for Kerberos? For uh, that's about the fastest you can go. Anything faster yeah. than that, and it just kills itself off. I suppose it depends on how many people much. are also sort of on there. Um, yeah. So it has to get to the end of the list. And it's not mm -hmm. fast going through the list. We, um, so, I mean, room for improvement. We kind of need to sort out batching on that, I think. And uh, Tom might need some help with that. But um adding everything up and batching it into transactions and throwing it out would be, I think, much faster than sort of doing it one at a time, potentially mm -hmm. save a lot of gas as well. And right. I think he's got yeah. that on the development um, path, just a lot of things to, to take care of. But yep. it's a great, um, I, I really love the interface. It's uh, so clean and it's pretty intuitive. He's done a great job. Do you guys know uh, Stake Free? Sure. I mean, I know, I've seen the validator in the list. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been using uh, uh, Tom's sort of UI to build a, a complete view of your wallet. Um, and so he had built like yesterday, but Restake just shipped today <laughs> using Tom's like code and, and overall platform. And I think that's just fantastic that, uh, you know, someone was able to build something using the uh, the existing code. So. I mean, I think it's going to be also interesting. Like, I, you know, like what we were talking about earlier with, like, how early we are on the, on the rug pulling, the the more positive corollary of that, I think, is that, like, we... <laughs> it's so early. Think of all the innovation in rug pulling that we're going to see in the system. It's really... It makes me so excited. They're, like, fucking S-tier rug pulls we're going to see no, no obviously the rug pulls back but like a more positive version of this is like i think so let's let's try and be holistically wholesome right i, I feel challenged <laughs> to, do, to do this right i love holistically not, wholesome i'm not going to become like my catchphrase not, not, <laughs> not, not, not i mean 
this is already the holistically wholesome. Lavender one. five, holistically so, wholesome. Exactly. We should get <laughs> t-shirts. That's, that's what it I'm saying. Be, uh, <laughs> that's got to be his description on his validator now. Holistically okay. wholesome. Yeah. Right. I, I, I wonder what I'm the translation to Japanese. Start tweeting it at you, but um, but like you know, like the, one of the things I think that you know Juno have always been trying to do is to like kind of. <clears throat> Um, be as good as we can about making the ecosystem approachable, whether that's for validators, which I think we have done. Like people keep telling us our docs are pretty good and that they use them for other chains and stuff. And yeah, we've sort of also seen other chains using bits and pieces of our docs. And obviously a lot of our docs are not just from, from one place. Like your Stargaze helped with some early versions of the Juno docs and blah, 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 blah. But, sure. like, yep. but like one of the big things that like, Juno has been focused on whether it's docs, whether it's people, whether it's whatever is getting people into the ecosystem to do X, Y, Z from other walks of technical life or maybe not technical life at all, you know, non-engineers and whatnot. And obviously Tom is, is, is not a newcomer to any of this stuff, but the fact that there is now like this kind of bed of tech that has now been developed for the ecosystem and it's spanning things like validator tooling, RPC tooling, smart contracts, and all that sort of stuff. I, I genuinely think like this year we're going to see, I mean, and I think we already are seeing that, this a huge, huge increase of tooling and cool stuff available purely because it, it, it's not like you have to start from absolute zero, you know? Right. Like, like even like even an absolutely stupid thing would be like for for us we launched name service it's quite a noddy small project in the grand scheme of things but there's a whole bunch of other stuff we're working on with other teams who people want to integrate with it or build additional products on top or whatever and just like there was one where we literally just were able to copy and paste that code delete everything that wasn't related to the the core this is how you get up and running with cosmism you just move on and they're like there done anybody could fork that code and do exactly the same thing like test scripts deploy scripts that are sure. in the name the so name service test script is actually how we ci juno for example for for smart contracts because again had to write it once didn't want to write it again it's like well, actually this does the job we need yeah. um dow similar they did i mean they actually again a lot of the name service test script stuff was based on stuff that ben 2x4 wrote for juno swap and then it made it into Dowdow and then it made it into name service and it just gets refined every time somebody else has hands on it, right? Um, and and all this sort of stuff, you know, like the like, you know, you guys have all done test nets for for Juno, right? You know, the the test net CI stuff, which is all about validating and running test nets quickly. That's several versions of remove away from something I think Regen used, you know. And it, I, I don't know, like I'm, I'm kind of really excited by that now that we're maybe we're at like beginning to be at like a critical mass of engineers point where all of this tooling is just going to come along really, really quickly. I don't, I don't know what you guys think about that. Well, I think another point to be brought into that is Cosmos is interesting because if you join the Cosmos as an engineer, you're already kind of joining this massive scale. If you join, say, Near, Near's fantastic. I absolutely love Near, but you're still kind of relegated to this one chain. Whereas Cosmos, as soon as you create one tool, you can immediately jack it into all these different chains. I think there's something really special to be said about that. Maybe I got, kind of got a little off topic, but no, no I, I mean, right. I think you the uh, the model of the Cosmos SDK and Starport being able to just like launch your own chain, um, whether you have extensive experience in blockchain or you're brand new to it. Um, it's able to connect you with just like this amazing group of individuals that are, you know, selfless and, and want to to see the technology progress. And so I, I think that, you know, echoing your point, where the <laughs> where we're we as validators are, are providing one shred of the one shard of the um, infrastructure needed to actually run the chain. There's now the opportunity to build all these tools on top of it. And so I, I think we're going to see a, you know, just an explosion to follow the, the sort of burst of, of map of zones activity um, in, in the tooling that then supports it. So I, I think this is actually probably a good point to uh, 
we're, we're trying to impose a format on, on these on the podcast as we do it and um, we're going to be doing this every week at 2300 utc right here on this channel um but uh we have a final question um, for this first episode, which I think, uh, given how whole, holistically wholesome that, that bit was, wholesome. I think I'd like to ask everybody else on here. Uh, you know, like, you know, especially, and, and especially I think we need like this kind of positivity as well, because I think the, the last week has been very publicly contentious. What? What, Hazard? What about? Um, it's been I wonder so why. Nice. Um, so, so hang on before you so potentially the phrase we should just say that we purposely haven't talked about that on this we podcast. purposely have not talked about it yeah so <laughs> we're not we're not ignoring it we purposely haven't talked about it because it's already uh so i think public. everything that can be said about it has been said on twitter it's so, you mean? it's so polarizing that you know um we just yeah don't really want to talk about that here but i think um so just going on with your final question that you were going to ask to everybody about uh, what we're most excited about yeah. uh, in the cosmos uh, going, you know, for the next week. Well, I'm going to butt in and say, so I can, you know, win and say that I got it first is that I'm actually most excited to see more development in the, um, in the governance area of cosmos uh certainly like uh, you know at least chains having some sort of structure around themselves like the um constitutions that we're seeing starting to come forward and potentially some development of the governance module that may allow for some different parameters in in voting rather than just the one set hard parameters because um you know in proposals like recent ones that we've seen maybe three days isn't enough maybe you know that needs a different uh, amount of quorum maybe it needs a different amount of um you know pass vote uh it's it's not a one thing fits everything type of situation so i'm excited to see some development in governance and i'm, I'm excited to see where it leads to sorry to cut you off well i mean that's 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 a really good answer and uh i'll go and then i'll hand it over to, to to other people on the call uh yeah i think one of the things that's been most exciting about governor uh, about about prop 16 is seeing the limits of this system that we're working in and also the the fact that like you say there are limitations to the way we can do governance but there are really interesting and quite obvious paths for how that stuff might work in future. And, you know, back to what we were talking about earlier as well, you know, the stuff with Stargaze and their phenomenal Genesis Mint, that was really exciting. There are more mints to come in Stargaze. That's, you know, a thing that I'm really excited about. But I think it's the the, the combination of what we've seen on Stargaze, which is like how, how we provision infrastructure to do next-gen projects and how we do governance to do, well, maybe not next-gen governance, but certainly on-chain governance in the way you describe now um, is actually a lot of that stuff is what I'm working on behind the scenes at the moment as there's nothing I can really announce on that yet, but there's some... <laughs> this, but, but that's certainly what's exciting to me about this whole um, Prop 16 situation is it's kind of validated for me a lot of thoughts that I'd had and I've sort of seen them play out. And I'm now like, okay, I am working on something that you know maybe has value here so um that's i'm also excited about similar stuff i think um jabby would you like to go next i'm guessing you're excited about your final ten thousand pup pup moss subs face reveal right oh yeah yes yes um <laughs> i mean I'm, I'm most excited about pup most finally revealing what pup most is i mean we, we've read the white pupper uh some of us have translated it into pup speak I have, I have no idea what exactly to expect, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I think the the release of Pupmos or, uh, or or whatever you know that 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 stems from it is is probably the most exciting. I just figured out how to do that. By the way, is double click comes up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give that a go. Mm. Learning new things. 
It's amazing. Shilty? Uh, what we're excited for with how it relates to Prop 16 or just in general? No, no, just in general. Of the cosmos. What are okay. you excited for going for the next week? Because I'm going to ask you again. Well, the phrase is going to ask you again next week. Uh, I've got nothing for the next week specifically, but man, I had a meeting with the uh, Interchain Foundation today, and we talked a bunch about um, Interchain accounts. And first of all, as a relayer, this puts the absolute fear in me. Right now, relaying is absurdly expensive, and this will just like ramp it up to a thousand, whereas right now it's at like two. Uh, but like for the long term vision of the cosmos, I think that this is going to be just absolutely incredible it's gonna be so cool whenever you know the concept of the cosmos hub can be truly like the cosmos hub you have your atom account but it can control anything you have or all of the different chains and that kind of sounds you know not that amazing at first glance but thinking about what kind of like dApps you could interact with without having to like visibly change accounts it's just i'm so excited for it i think it's going to be absolutely incredible i think it's really going to help differentiate um the cosmos even further. Awesome. You Serpa? You're thinking. I saw you for, thinking. No, I was thinking. For this week, I think all all four of your answers are really, really strong and things I'm looking forward to as well. I think the governance one will be longer than a week. Um, it seems like that might be dragged till the end of this year or early next year. Oh, Joe just left. Um, I think this week, I'm, I'm hoping for some movement on Evmos. Um, We've had a stall here, I mean, you guys know, a couple of weeks ago, and and the team is, I think, spending the time and the effort to to regroup and do it right. And they've kind of been in the they've been in the tank, as you call it, right, and trying to decide what's next and those types of things. So I'm hoping to see some some um, kind of direction out of that group and and figure out where we're going from here because that obviously that that project has a lot of potential and it has a lot of value to the ecosystem. So I'm hoping to see like some stability and kind of get away from, you know, we're, I think we're kind of rushing towards down this path and throwing things out and trying to get to do what we needed to do. And next thing you know, we're stalled and everything else is over. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that um, we've learned some lessons as a group from that. And now that thing, you know, kind of takes off because it, it's a valuable, it's a valuable, you know, inclusion to this ecosystem. And I'm hoping that it, it goes somewhere. So that's my hope for this week. I think that's a, a really great call out. I was deeply afraid that they were going to like try and jumpstart it like two days after it right. died. Right. I was like, oh, this isn't going to go great. But the fact that right. they're taking a step back and reconsidering and regrouping, I think is a, in my opinion, a really positive sign. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Impressed that they're standing back and thinking about it before just aping into getting it going again. Exactly. Yeah. Because um, they were like, you know, it's a lot of, as you say, uh, so, but there's a lot of lessons learned in that environment when something goes wrong and maybe, you know, other chains can learn for this or even other validators about when things start to go pear shaped, sure. maybe it's just better to step back and say, look, you know, have some leadership and, and um, the chain devs or something saying, you know, things aren't going right. Maybe we should step back a little bit and um, come up with a new time and we'll, you know, try to restart it because, we end up in this situation where, um, you know, everyone's at different stages and the chain starts to stall and it's just almost irrecoverable. And I think, um, you know, that needs to be looked into more. Yeah, and I think sometimes people can kind of view in these situations like validators as a, all validators are one thing. And I'm just talking to one, but like these types of coordination across 100 or 125 or 150 different groups across you know how many time zones and trying to communicate yeah, and yeah like it, it is is a much of a people problem that it is a technology problem it's probably i would think it's probably 80 percent people and 20 percent technology honestly and just getting communication and how do you how do you coordinate across this many people across this many this you know half or sleep and this and that and everything else it's a really difficult problem and so clear communication slow steps like it's a really important piece out of all this and so um, I think they, I think they clearly learned that lesson, not like the way that you want to learn it, but, but, um, but we, we clearly, it was a tough situation with trying to push out a security update and everything else with that, but still, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you can get 60 some percent of validators to do exactly what you want to do at the time you want to do it. Cause that doesn't happen. 
right? And there, there is no contingency plan either. You, you throw the, uh, the new binary at it, and then yep. you yeah. try to if they don't, it they don't, up. Yeah, if yeah. you don't do it, then it's stopped. And sometimes it's, it always seems like we're one away. <laughs> like we just need one more person to wake up. Or it's always, a, it's always one more. I see, we see one more. Sixty-six then, is like my nightmare number. <laughs> Exactly. Or, or like 69, and then you're like, why didn't it stop? <laughs> yeah, it's a different number. Yeah, during Kerberos, it was like 69.69, and like right. 18 of us were like, nice, nice. all in a row. Screenshot. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> while, while it stops. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Mad Cat, don't know where Pop Moss is. He can come on as a guest. It's Winston on this call. On this call. He's already here. He's done <laughs> Yeah, he's already he's already here. He's down there somewhere. He's very sneaky. Oh, wait. <laughs> I've just realized, of course, they've probably done that thing where we are all seeing a different tiling of everybody, aren't we? Could be. I'm not sure. So, so if everybody points to Pop Moss. Down that that way? Over there, right? See, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think, I think, I think it's backwards, did. yeah. Um, so, so, you know, Does that answer your question? Where is Pop Moss? <laughs> I'm not Popmos. You keep saying that. It's a typical Popmos thing to say. I'm that is Pop exactly <laughs> what Popmos would say. Pop I, I've seen the life of Brian. I know how this goes. That's right. <laughs> I am the Messiah. He is the Messiah. Oh. <laughs> so um, for next week, uh, so Jack's yep. going to join us next week. Uh, he's going to be a regular on the show as well. And some people have asked if we'll get guests. I think we'll um, potentially try and have some guests on here. Uh, even if they're just like pop-ins and not here for the for the whole thing or if they want to be yeah. here for the whole thing. But if anyone is out there the and wants to service. actually be... Sorry? I've, I've checked the terms of service and we can apparently have up to 10 people on this mad, mad show. Wait. I think um, that could be... Before it will break StreamYard. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we, we can definitely have guests and it will be crazy. So I think... I think we're we're open to that, right? Uh, the phrase. So anyone who wants to be a guest on the show, uh, contact any of us. Um, probably, you know, directed at uh, probably me or the fray. Um, there we go. And uh, oh, whisper nodes on. Here we go. There we go. Um, An evening with whisper node. <laughs> it's going to be singing all the hits from the Rat Pack, obviously. Uh, so I'll I'm put in here guest, guest. Um, yeah, and if anybody else has any uh, any suggestions for topics they want to cover, things they want to ask, you know, uh, for, from for us as validators, or obviously we all do various other things. Jabby's Putmos, of course. I do decentralized name service. Schultz is also doing uh, Dev in various other guises, including Kat, you are helping some stuff out with Strange Love, right? I am Jabby's doing stuff with Strange Love, I believe. Yeah, Joe is. Jabby's doing bit. stuff with Strange Love. So, yeah, yeah. various people, various projects. If you have questions, um, ask us on Twitter, and we can raise them on the show, or we can put them as topics for for next show. We're we're still kind of working out the format a little bit. So, tell us what was interesting. Tell us what was less interesting, and we can kind of refine what we're doing here a little bit so that everybody's getting their money's worth because. Depending on your time zone, I appreciate that. Like, certainly for me, it is midnight now. So uh, I totally appreciate anybody in the Europe time zone who has bothered to listen to us uh, this late at night. Thank you very much for listening. I'm, I'm nearing midday, and it's been fantastic that it's not 3 a.m. Next time. <laughs> yes. We, we could only do the I just, podcast. I totally just ruined your sign off. Chain upgrades, though. You know, we're going <laughs> to. If I ever yeah. launch a chain, you're up at 3 a.m. every upgrade. Every upgrade. Yeah. Every I, uh, I, I absolutely love the fact that I am actually planning a test there that I think you're in Perfect. Null in the next Perfect. week. And I have the power to Let's decide when you should be up for it. So, uh, 2300 UTC is an exceptional time to do anything. I think it is. <laughs> yeah, I, that's definitely what I've just written in the Genesis file. 2300 UTC, a very rational time for a British person on UTC to arrive. <laughs> Perfect. 100%, 100% the time I'm going to go for. Um, so, yeah, to address the questions in the comments, this will be a weekly podcast. It's going to be the same time every week, uh, 2300 hours UTC on a Wednesday. 
sometimes, uh, yes, some, we, we sometimes will have guests on. Um, if you would like to, uh, we don't have a, a Twitter for the show exactly, but we have individual Twitters uh, for everybody on this show. So Lavender5, Joe Abbey, uh, Usurper, um, Null Mames, um, mine is Frey Needlecast. Uh, if you want to follow any of us, we'll we'll post about this. And of course, you can like and subscribe on YouTube and you'll get notifications uh, of when we're going live um, on the show. And I think that's about it. Does anybody else have anything else they want to say before we sod off and I go to bed? Uh, well, just on the back of that, we I think we should probably um, throw up a... I'm not going to say it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was, gonna say, I was like, oh, and, and maybe that. It's, it's a point you have to say it right then. No, well, uh, I guess we'll get. No, I'm not even going to say it. Let's just uh, <laughs> sign off. Thanks everybody for uh, for coming to see us. Cheers. See you next week. See you next week. See you next week. Bye.